Job chapter 42, verse 16. Job chapter 42, verse 16 in the Easy Bible Translation. Job chapter 42 and verse 16. It says Job lived for, is it on your screen? Job lived for 140 years after. Somebody say after. <laughs> you know, there are some scriptures that should make you pause. The guy literally lived two lives. And that's going to be an encouragement for someone because up until now, you're like, PD, where have you been all my life? You know, I should have met you when I was 16 before I made some, you know, terrible decisions. Now I'm in my 40s, you know, and I just wish, hey, Job lived 140 years after. Somebody say after. Oh my, oh my. You know, we don't preach in life class. There is, if you guys shout too much, an anointing will just rest and life class will just end. <laughs> so please let us all behave ourselves. It says he lived 140 years after. Ah. He was still alive when his grandchildren and their grandchildren were born. You know, your King James just says it's just his children. Let, let's switch to the NLT. Do you know what that means? It means, for example, Riola is a grandmother. And I'm in that picture. Do you understand what it means? I'm alive. It says it was still alive. Not it was adjusted. You know, it was supported. It was like, uh, Grandpa, just, 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 it was still alive. Or more. Okay, there's a PD on the pulpit. So, or more, not, or more. <laughs> Let's see from the NLT. It says, Job lived one... Give us verse 16 in the NLT if you can. Is this it? There's one that talks about generations. All of them talk about it. This, this blue ink is looking tired. And I know why. Yeah. The children's teachers do know why. I want you to understand what is going on. He lived 140 years after that, living to see four generations of his children and grandchildren. So this is you. All right? You have your children. And your children are grandparents. And you are alive. And well. To be able to tell these guys about the faithfulness of God. Do you, do you understand? This is the plan. Do you get it? Let me tell you, neighbor, say, this is the plan. They, they don't believe you. Tell them, this is the plan. So, listen well to life class. <laughs> and then, guess what again, boy? We are, not, we are not switching yet. But, you know what the Bible says about a good man? Is left enough for these guys, for these guys, and for those guys. So, listen well again. Tell your neighbor, listen well. Genesis chapter 50, Genesis chapter 50. I'm just laying a, a foundation for the conversation this morning as we tie up the seven pillars. Um, Genesis chapter 50, verse 22 and verse 23. It says, so Joseph and his brothers, this is how it concerns you now. So Joseph and his brothers and their families continue to live in Egypt. Joseph lived to the age of 110. Now, Job lived after that, 140 years. 
Joseph lived 110. How old was Job before that? Inconsequential. Because that before that, the guy suffered. So let's live before that. Let's focus on after that. But even with 110, are you still with me? Can we read verse 23 together? He lived to see three generations of descendants of his son Ephraim. Do you know what that means? That means this is still this this is still the plan. Because he lived to see Ephraim's three generations. Is there one more? We jumped to that. I knew this my diagram was not complete. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you, Pierre. Uh-huh. Please, you have to see it well. Oh. Ah, one more. One more. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Thank you for, for flagging me back. No, we, we are, we are going to be, we are going to do exploits. Only the devil gets the glory when we make reckless decisions, live and struggle, and we die and run to heaven. One of the first things you discover when you get to heaven is there was no rush getting here. I'm going to be here forever. You know, it will just dawn on you. You won't miss earth. There's nobody that misses earth when they get to heaven. The only thing you miss are the things that were written concerning you that you did not do. But that you are missing earth? No. Where your streets are gold. Do you know how much gold is traded for this morning? Some of you, if you can just go to heaven, just chisel a small part of the street and come back to earth, you've blown. It's a serious morning, so let me be serious. Praise God. It says he lived to see three generations of descendants of his son, Ephraim. And he lived to see the birth of Manasseh's son, Machir, whom he claimed as his own. So can you see, now we, we now have a juxtaposition we have Ephraim on one side, and we have Manasseh on another side. What you don't realize is in, this is 50, in a couple of chapters before, Jacob had blessed the two boys. Manasseh was the firstborn bigger brother. Ephraim was the secondborn next child. Jacob blessed them like this. Placed his right hand on Ephraim, and Joseph said, not so, daddy. He said, I know what I'm doing. The one who was blessed, something in the blessing showed up in his lineage. The one who missed out, something limited his propensity. Now, part of what we're going to learn, especially from next week, is that if this is going to happen, you must teach these children to marry early. Some people are like, pity, we didn't see that. You just took us from long life to, to marriage. Yes, I just did. <laughs> glory to God so next week by God's grace we'll begin our conversation on marriage at the life class and it is going to bless you whether you like it or not whether you like me or not you will love me, you will love me for it and you will say thank you because part of what you're going to start learning is that by there is an age that your children should be out of your house hello because you've, you've raised them well and while they are out of your house, they are still connected to your household. These are things that we need to explain. And explain we shall. Alright, so we are on number six and number seven today, right? 
This one is very, we need help with number six. What is number six? You know the scripture in Ephesians chapter six that we've been reading for how many weeks now? The midweek service. Every time I read, and I'm thinking about the environment, and I read, having done all to stand, stand. Whenever I'm thinking about the environment, let me tell you how I read it. Having done all the pillars, you've done pillar one, pillar two, you've done foundation three, right? You've done everything. Having done all, I say, Lord, have mercy. Because this one is not in your direct control. Of all the seven, this is the one that it is in. There, there are things you can do about it, which I will show you today. But it is a bit out of your, more out of your control than the others. Are you still with me? Second Kings chapter four. Second Kings chapter four. There's a story there. A lot of the versions use some words that you may not identify with. So let's go to the easy translation. Second Kings chapter four. Let's read from verse thirty-eight to verse forty-one. It says, "After that, Elisha." We're going to, please, um, okay, let me just focus on life class. After that, Elisha went back to Gilgal. There was a famine in that region. The group of prophets came, came with Elisha. He said to his servants, put the large pot over the fire. Are you, are you forming pictures as you are reading? When they said large pot, what did you see? So people are too fresh. The, the largest thing they can see is that same one. No, no, no. We're saying large pot. Do you understand? It, that's that, I don't know what that is, but that sounds too tush. I'm talking of the one you can enter inside. You know it? Interesting. Okay. Okay. I, I just wanted to be sure that you can, we can collectively imagine a large pot over the fire. Cook some soup for the prophets. Somebody say soup for the prophets. I like that. That should be the title of a book. Soup for the prophets. Make it spicy. All right. <laughs> One of the prophets went out into the fields. The guy has been following life class. Say this are uh, food for men of God. That's to be good food. Solid one. So he went to get some herbs to put in the soup. He found a wild plant and he picked some of its fruits. He filled the pockets of his coat with them. Brought the fruits back with him, cut them into pieces, put them in the pieces into the pot of the soup. Maybe there was meant to be meat. There was no meat. So he said, let's cut this thing. Let it look like. You no, know, there are some people, if they are not touching chunks, they are not eating food. Amen. Those people are not in church today. There has to be something. When you serve somebody food and it's just like that, there's nothing on it. There's nothing to bump into. Amen. There's, there are no obstacles to overcome. No, this is not spiritual. This food, this food is not spiritual. It says he put the pieces into the pot of soup, but he did not know what they were. That is the, the issue with environment. It will look good, but you just don't know what, what, what is this thing. So they poured out the soup for the men to eat, but when they started, aha, uh -huh, it is after the consequence started showing. They started to eat. They shouted, man of God, this soup will kill us. They could not eat it. Then Elisha said, bring some flour. He put it into the pot. He said, now pour out some more soup for the people. Can you see what he did? There's a very deep mystery here. We can't get out what has gone in. 
But we can send something right in there. Mm. Selah. He said, then there was nothing in the soup that would hurt them. This sounds like the promise of Jesus to us. That we will touch deadly things. You know, we will trample on, 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 on dangerous animals. You will drink it. You will taste it and it will not harm you. And that will be our testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. So what is it exactly about the environment that you and I should pay attention to? The environment that we had a couple of years ago is not the one that we have today. And the one that our children will grow up in is not the one we are growing up in today. Somehow, somehow, we already know that we are targeting four generations. So it doesn't matter how bad or worse it gets. There are those that that thing cannot hurt them. Do you understand? What are some of the things I want, want us to pay attention to? All right. Are you still with me? I'm going to read it out. I know there are those who, or, who are just listening and can't watch. Number five is the biggest one. Can you see number five? Yeah, that's the biggest list because we cannot exhaust it. Are you still here? Hello, are you still here? So number one, we have metals, heavy metals. Number two, we have pesticides. Pesticides and other dangerous things that are used for today's modern farming practices. Number three, we have radiation. You can't see it. You can't see it. Especially people who live very close. This is evidence-based now. People who live very close to telecommunication masts are generally more... Yeah. Yeah, but, but they're, they're sicker, if I can put it that way. Evidence-based. So you see things like they are paid more. Such local governments are paid more for services. So we, we kill you more. There's a public health expert nodding there, so I'm saying the right thing. I'm saying the right thing. If I'm, if I'm saying this thing and she's just nodding her head, I need to start again and bring you guys back next week. Praise God. Now, in terms of metals, which ones do I want you to know about? I don't want to bore you, but there are some bad guys, metals, that have been known to be bad for so long. Things like lead. Lead used to be in some form of gasoline, um, used to be in paint, asbestos, Many people know about all of those things. And we're like, oh, we're, it's now the 21st century. This is 2022. Uh, my expectation is that all these things should have been, you know, eliminated somehow, right? Right? And there are more. There are more heavy metals. That the plan is that we will discover their arm 20 years from now. And we'll be making plans to stop or mitigate when most of the damage has been done. And I'm going to show you some of the ones I want you to know about. Can you see it? Can you see it? Yeah. Can you see this? 
Can you see this? All right. I think we should talk about just these two for, for metals so that we can move on. And then we'll come to pesticides and, and the rest of them. In the time of the industrial evolution, part of the waste products of steel and aluminum production was fluoride. Um, so there was a big problem as to how to massively excrete fluoride. Please, I want you to listen with your two ears. Um, because what I'm about to say is something that is loved by conspiracy theorists. But I'm not saying what they're saying. And I'm not saying how they say it. Are you with me? Are you still in church? It, you, the mood is suddenly sober now. People are like, hey, hey, PD, what are you about to tell us? All right. Irrespective of what I'm about to tell you, or what the, whether it's Laura, the many, I'll show you things that you and I can do that will constantly get out metals from you. Is that fine? So whether it's the one you know or you don't know, there are steps you can begin to take to get those things out. All right. Um, so some experts, somebody say experts, did some research and they discovered that there is a step in the glycolysis pathway. I don't want to go too technical on life class, but anybody remembers Krebs cycle? From high school, something like PD, please. I barely passed that thing. Don't don't take me back to it. Anyways, there's a step in that process. Enzymes make chemical reactions go faster, right? There is a step there that once fluoride shows up, it inhibits the enzyme. It blocks the step. And somebody just figured that. Oh wow! Part of the issues with oral and dental health is that if we can include fluoride, it's going to be beneficial. It's, it's going to be very beneficial to us. And so, like, oh, wow, bright idea. We finally found a way of converting our waste to something useful. So they started selling this to experts around the world, fluoride, you know, put it in your toothpaste, put it in your water, put it in everything, just because the government loves our teeth so much. Think about it. Of all the interventions in the world, that could be mandated. It was concerning your teeth. The government loves your teeth. Think about it. They really love your teeth. So much. It is not only in most of our toothpastes. It is in our water. That, if you go there now, you open it up. It's so. My question is, how do you know how much I need? Have you ever thought about it? Like, how do you decide that this is for somebody this size? Because if you have a, a one-year-old and you have me, we are we're exposed to the same drinking water, right? Which is why part of the things you want to do is to get good water filters. Please, everybody in life class, go and look for. If you need recommendations, meet me after service. Okay? Don't just go to your warm to your store and just pick something nice, the most popular ones. The most popular ones don't filter much. Hello. Hello. You know, it was the research was done that the amount the Japanese spend on food and lifestyle is almost twice the amount Americans spend on food and lifestyle. Food is cheaper in the US than in Japan. But the amount Americans spend on healthcare, boy, it can start countries. 
Do you understand? So someone is listening, ah, oh, PD, when you get to pesticides, do I need to go organic? Is it expensive? You know, five pieces of grape, you know, grapes, the organic one is like how much? And the non-organic one is like how much? PD, you know, I am telling you to trust God to take care of you so that you can take care of God's temple. Do you, do you understand it? This thing is a mind shift. If I'm meant to take 10, 10 pieces of chicken, for example, and be African man. Let me talk to the guys now. And I'm now in my own house. I've worked that. Ah, now I, I want the food to have 10 pieces of, of meat. All right? The only issue now is that you've started attending life class. And you, you know you have to see four generations. It's not by eating 10 pieces of meat, please. The generation is from, you join cloud of witnesses to be <laughs> So calm down, my brother. That budget, the same budget. Did you hear me? The same budget. How fit? Take five. Oh, the, the pack of eggs in the store, you know, 177. 199 and then you see the organic omega 3 free range one 699 your brain will just do the math egg is egg hello <laughs> there is the one that is loaded with metals toxins poisons all sorts why is the government not stopping it shall i tell you why they are interested in your teeth yeah yeah, I want that sarcasm to flow with you this week so that you begin to own in your own roof the decisions there. Your water, you take, you take control of it. All right? So, have I said fluoride is bad? I've only said you don't know how much I need. So, let me decide how much I need. Do you understand? Don't decide it for me. Especially if I'm taking a lot of water. Probably taking a lot of fluoride. If I brush three times a day, I'm taking a lot, a lot of fluoride. Should I tell you some, a, a policy that Mr. and Mrs. Jubilee learned? Should I tell you? Should I tell you? They learned that if I cannot swallow it, I should not put it in my mouth. That's something one of their teachers told them, Mr. and Mrs. Jubilee. If I can't swallow it, what is he doing in my mouth? Have you thought about it? Use this thing to wash, but spit it out and spit it out very well. Hey, it's already in my mouth. Do you know the mouth is one of the most absorptive areas? If you have medications, we have pharmacists in the room. If you are not able to do what will go straight into the veins, there is something called sublingual under the tongue. Things move there. The toothpaste is already there. Why are you telling me to spit? Spit it out fast. It has gone to where it is going. Doing the damage it is doing. Are we still together? You guys have to give me time because I want to finish number seven today. Oh. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not coming back to this next week. Maybe somebody else will teach it. Amen? Amen? So, what do we do about this? I think it is time for you to start looking for fluoride-free toothpaste. Trust me, you will still get the fluoride you need from another place. You'll get enough. Enough. Alright? Aluminum. This one, now... Because I know we have a wide audience and there are people who listen and also I have to do good service to the scientific process of, of um, observation and, and all of those scientific things. All right. There is a difference between causation and correlation. 
Hello. And I won't explain that today. So for the fact that every time the black pen goes up, the blue pen goes up, it doesn't mean the black pen makes the blue pen go up. It means that they are going up is correlated, not necessarily that the blue pen is causing the black to go up. Do we understand? So as far as that is concerned, a large number of neurodegenerative conditions. The biggest boy in that group is Alzheimer's. Aluminum has been correlated. Please, quote me well. I didn't say it causes it. Whether it causes or it correlates, I don't want it. I don't want it. Do you want it? Do you want it? What if it's just a correlation? What if it's just a cause? Do you want it? I don't want it. I don't want it. Now, the issue, the reason why I have to teach this like this is you remember it. You remember it. If I just came like your old school teachers, I wanted to say wearing tie, but one of my brothers is looking amazing in his tie. So let's use something else. Wearing a bow tie. <laughs> you know, and I'm just saying number one, number two, not you forget it. So it's good as we're learning it this way. Is it good? Let me not be the judge. Is it good as you're learning it this way? All right. Some intelligent people discovered that we can use this thing in a lot of places. One of the most popular places where this is, is in deodorant. There are two guys here that can do this work. One is MG, one is AL. MG is magnesium, AL is aluminum. If you take deodorant that has aluminum in it, it will block your sweat glands for almost 48 hours. Hello? It won't smell. Hello? If you take the one with magnesium, after four hours, the thing is struggling. <laughs> the thing is struggling like, hey, it's, could this be sweat? I've never seen this kind of sweat in my life. But magnesium is great for your body. Are you getting the rule? If it is not good inside, I don't want it outside. That's, that's the rule. So don't tell me it's just on the surface. Mm -mm. It is finding its way. Have you thought, thought about topical antibiotics and antifungals? Is it not outside you are putting it? How is it getting in? Because there's absorption taking place. So don't tell me it's just outside. It is going in. So, if you are a manufacturer of deodorants, this one lasts six hours. You know you've done the tests. It lasts six hours. But you just dash it. Protects you 24 hours. Marketers, marketing lies. All right? This one does 48. But you, you want to lie to. You say 72 hours protection because most people are expected to take their bath every day. Hello? The, the key word is expected because that is not usually always the case. Pardon my French. Alright, can you see what is going on here? So, which one is more convenient? Which one is easier to sell? Which one will be cheaper to produce? Which one will the market be more interested in buying? Which one will kill them in the future? What we just described now is the... I just took you to the business decision-making of most 
capitalist-focused companies, the last thing they are thinking about is your well-being. Hello. And yeah, they are concerned about your teeth too. It's just so you know. They really care about your teeth. All right. But that's the last thing on the list. Will it sell? Will it make us more money? Will it interest the customer? Will it give them more convenience? Because this one now, depending on the job you do, you may have to carry it everywhere you go and top up every how many hours. To, to, it, it depends if you're a sweater and you're, you're conscious of, about the people around you. It might just be every two hours. Hello? Sell me talking to your neighbor. What will you do? What will you do? What will you do with this information? See, PD, PD, this four generations thing. Ah, PD, these four generations. Leave me and my fluoride. Leave me and my aluminum deodorants. Boy, the time is gone. We've not even touched radiations. This one, there is very little you can do about it. This is the one. Having done all to stand, Lord, do what? Lord, have, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> that is this one. Because we're a lot more exposed than ever. But I won't have done justice today without showing us household chemicals. I think we must touch this one, should we? There are certain substances that are almost in all. A study was done about the habit cycle. Habit cycle. I'm going to, we are going to have to touch that some, at some point. There's a cue, there's a routine, and there's a reward. As far as soaps, toothpaste, shampoos, and all those things were concerned, it, it, it's scientifically showed that when something foams, you are better cued to making that in a habit, if it foams. So, there are a lot of chemicals in our household items. They are not contributing to the cleaning process. The only thing they bring is the foaming. And that's, that's not meant to be a problem, right? Until you discover that a lot of these things. Can I clean this? A lot of these chemicals are... Is that, is that on your screen? This is very painful because the average person does not know. If I want to take estrogen, let me know I'm taking estrogen. Not that I bought soap. I got detergent. That's all I wanted to get. I think my plan was not to get estrogen. I think there was a uh, news that broke this week about what was it? Something that was loaded with plastics. Was it fish? If you bought fish from a particular big brand. Did anybody see that news report? Oh, you, didn't, you guys didn't see it? A lot of your body creams. A lot of your soaps. A lot of your, what else? Detergents. And just... General, the industry of skincare and sleep. Do you know there is there is biblical? No, I'm I'm being very serious. It is okay to to skincare well and to slay. And we're going to talk about that. Our last life class in December, if Jesus tarries, 
and what we'll be talking about in January life class. It is going to be a lot about, we are going to learn about slaying. Amen? So people are like, PD, of course, we know you're joking. Hey, come and see now, Abby. Abby. Praise God. Praise God. These things are loaded with chemicals. Somebody saying, so what do we do, PD? What do we do? If you want to go the scripture style, thou anointest my head with what? The, one of the world's biggest beauty pageants. If you want to see the treatments they gave Esther, they didn't use chemicals. Hello. Hello. If your, your cream should touch your mouth and it is not good for your body, it is most likely not good for your skin. Did you hear me? So, what are the options? Including sunscreen. Boy, there's no way we can touch lights today. Can we, can we agree? We can't touch lights today. We can't touch lights today. Where's my... No, we can't touch lights today. I'm telling you, evidence-based. You can do it online now. Check the, check the SPF. You'll be shocked. It protects you from... If we are touched lights today, there's UVA, UVB. You shouldn't. Grape seed. Oil. This one, if it mistakenly touches your mouth, guess what? It is good for your body. Hello. And for those that are like, oh, you know, I need to tone, you know, um, there are some like black patches. Hello? Hello? You know, it's not today you will thank me for all these things. It's like 40 years from now. I, are not, I don't want you to start picturing 40 years from now. I'm thinking of somebody wrinkled, you know, in retirement, broke. No, no, no. Think of somebody, you know, with your white beards for the guys. Rich, white hair. Ladies, think of, you know, this slaying old grandma. But she's very young and vital. She can see clearly. Amen? So, so when I say 50 years from now, can you form a new picture? Because that first one you formed, I didn't like it. I saw a couple of like, I saw some things like this. You know, please delete it fast. As if you are not following the principles we are sharing, that that will be you. But that is not us. In the mighty name of Jesus. So that's the principle. Oils. Oils. If I can't eat it, I don't want it on my skin. If I can't eat it, I don't feel like, oh, should we be teaching this publicly? Um, are you not spoiling business? It is. That, that's the interesting thing. If you dig deep and you're concerned, you'll find these things. And this is just three out of many. There are a lot of them depending on the type of skin you have. Do you have oil-prone skin? Do you, are you prone to, prone to pimples? You know, whatever it is, you're going to find a lot of naturally existing, the, the, the one I did not mention, if I mention it now, so people might cut it and easy to sell market. Can you see it? This guy is a wonder. There is something in this thing that I believe when God made it, God made, God cared about your teeth. Hello. There's something in it. There's something about this one and the mouth. 
There's something about, okay, can we begin to tie this up? My time is up. Can we, can we tie this up? What can we do to eliminate, reduce toxins? Amen. Amen. Are you glad you came to church? Can you see that? Can everybody say it together? This is one of God's blessings to eliminate toxins from your body. Sweat. Um, many people today don't sweat anymore. Whatever you can do to sweat every day, please do it. Hello? Hello? Can you see what that is? Can you see? It gets out toxins from your body because you're, you're also going to sweat. But in addition to sweating, it actually turns on some anti-aging genes. So there's the heat-based one and there's the infrared-based one. If we had talked about light today, I'll have shown you something really powerful about this. You can see why the rich get richer. And live longer, and the poor get broker, and they die quicker. Because there's a mentality it's more expensive. Can I afford this? You've already worked yourself out of it without considering that how much will they cost if I want to replace you know the eggs, for example, and go organic. Number three, hey, don't mind me. If that is me, not it was not deliberate. So this should be three, and this should be four, and then we just we just have to round up because I'm eating now into the time of the stewards meeting. Praise God! Are you with me? Are you there? Which one can you start today? You can start sweating. <laughs> You can dance as the praise and worship is going on. Dance like David danced. And people will say, is, has the Lord been good to you? Are you, you know, getting out some chemicals? You just leave me alone. I'm doing both. <laughs> praise God. This look around you, you'll be shocked what you will find. There might be one in the community center around you. You know, just go there. It's not only for rich oligarchs. You know, they are the only ones we see in Sona as the movies. The rich oligarchs, the Ukrainian people, that their, their, their English is, do you want me to talk like them? on stage, and they are named Dimitri. Come here. Come here. And they're always in white, white, oh well, with their big bellies. Come here, the billion dollar business I told you about. You know, Dimitri. Name's always Dimitri. <laughs> but you know Femi too can do so now. <laughs> Praise God. When we talk about food, I'm going to tell you about a principle of feeding. I didn't say it is based in science. It's a principle that nature has designed foods to look like the portions of the body that they serve and protect. Did you hear me? It's a principle. I'm not saying it is based in... in there are certain foods that look like trees. They look like the mother forest. Those fruits or those foods 
have powerful metal extracting abilities. Powerful, e.g. Hello? Are you here? And there are more. In fact, there are some, some vegetables that their job is to pull metals. Like lettuce. Um, yes. They are, they are, and kale. They pull metal more than, than other ones. And what that means is that if you are not sure who or where they were grown, they will probably contain more Toxic metals. So what, that's why most people say, if you're not sure, just go with organic spinach. If you're not sure. Hello? Hello? The, the number four there is activated charcoal. Can you see it? It's, it, it? There's the tablet from. There's the pellet from. There are toothpaste that contain activated charcoal. There are soaps that contain. What it does is it adsorbs. Please, if you are going to take this and you have any regular medications, consult with your doctor. Because if you take your medication, this thing will absorb it. And the medication will not do what it is supposed to do. And somebody learned one or two things today. So that's how we did not touch light. I don't want to do light next week. We will do light when we do light. So let me just give you the verses in my notes for light. Psalms 27 verse 1. If you're like, pity, but we didn't really touch the introduction to light. Just remember that the Lord is your and your. Uh -huh. Psalms 121 verse 6, which we will come back to in today's service. I don't want to touch light tomorrow. We'll have a session on infrared light, blue light, AV light, especially in this age and time with devices. Blue light actually acts like an hormone. Ah, we will have to. That's because there are many foods that people don't know did not exist as a Genesis 1. Plants. No, I'm not talking of like baking. I'm talking of fruits, vegetables and plants that they did not exist like 400 years ago. They actually create... Boy, you guys will be, sh you'll be shook when we have that conversation. But not all of them are detrimental, all right? But it's important for you to know what you're getting involved in. If we can put it that way. Some people actually believe that including carrots, that they did not exist some 200, 400 years ago. A lot of these guys too are, are considered to be in, in that group. Yeah. Hybrids. That, that's what they're called. Yeah. So, can you see that? Having done all to stand, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Praise God. Have you been blessed this morning? Please, my apologies that we overshot the time so that next week we can move into another conversation. Father, we thank you for your word. It is obvious that without you, <laughs> without you, we need help. We need help with choices. We need help with discipline. We need help to plug into the realm of the overflow. We need help to believe that you, you need us around for a very long time and to play our role in being around for a very long time. We commit all these things we've learned into your hands that you will teach us the steps we need to begin to take, the adjustments we need to begin to make that you help us by your spirit. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen, amen, and amen. God Thank bless you. Thank so much for joining us today. We hope you've been blessed by the sermon. 
And if you would love to be a part of what God is doing in our midst, feel free to join us on Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. To be a part of the giving, you can give our email at info, I-N-F-O, at kicccanada.ca or through our website at www.kicccanada.ca slash donate. God is doing amazing things in our midst and we look forward to seeing you soon. Remember, you are a champion. God bless you.